For this command is a lamp, this teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6.23 Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as it brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down-to-earth and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. This morning the word of God is about to come to you and I I believe we are the right place And uh, you will not live here the same You will live here blessed You will live here encouraged You will live here uplifted You will live here with a solution You will live here with an answer to that problem you have an interpretation to your dream maybe a certain vision that you had the word of god will confirm it today and this morning god has anointed and prepared a great man of god to speak to us he has been speaking into our lives every day every week and every time this morning help me welcome bishop patrick bruce to bring us the word of god hallelujah Hallelujah. Amen. Tell somebody, I want to check your yellow and black color code. I want to check your color code. Fantastic. We'll try and award a prize for the most original yellow and black combination. I hope I'm winning, but I'm not sure. Amen. But we are happy to be here this morning. And today is a special day for us the inauguration of our denomination chapter 2 oh, I, I thought you could clap better than this amen it is the second is this season 2 or episode 2 season 2 season 2 of our, our story and it is we are you see every season they improve upon the story. They add more twists and turns and they add more excitement to the, 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 the series. And that is why our season two is going to be more exciting than season one was. Yeah, it will be fantastic. Season two, tell somebody season two will be great. There are some new stars in season two. Yeah, they've added some one or two new stars. Season one, we know them, they have come and gone, but season two, they are new stars. And one of them is exactly you sitting here. Oh, put your hands together. And it's going to mark the beginning of a fantastic story of our life as a church and as ministers. This morning, you want to bow your heads and say a word of prayer. I want to just thank the Lord that we have gathered here this morning. And we are here in this place because He brought us. We, we didn't come by ourselves. We, we didn't choose to we be here. You may think you chose to, but actually God allowed you to. And God guided your hearts. And God made it possible for you to rise from your bed. There are some people this morning 
with all their good intentions they cannot rise from their beds paralyzed sick weak or, or, or even dying or dead but here we are able to stand and able to come into his presence and that's coming into his presence must mean something this morning as you are here may it be an encounter with God may you start season 2 with a great encounter may it not be the same as it has been every other Sunday business as usual but may this Sunday mark something new and exciting just say a prayer I cannot hear you this morning just say a prayer for yourself just say a prayer over everything Father, we thank you that you are a God who doesn't discriminate. A God who is not partial, but whose heart is open to all men. And as many, so many as will or can, when they approach him, he will receive them. That is why we are so happy to be in your presence. Men choose, men discriminate, men are selective, but not you, O God. And Lord, thank you for drawing us here into your presence. My prayer is that you touch us, every single one of us this morning. Cause us to be turned around and around and around to become that person you want us to be. Bless us. If for nothing, just because we came. Bless us. In Jesus' name. And all the saints said, Amen. God bless you. Put your hands together and you may be seated. So as we are starting our chapter 2, to inaugurate our new denomination and as we declare that we have the name we need to remember who we are as Lighthouse Chapel Amen? And, and one of the factors which really set us apart from other places is the fact that in this church every single person can be a minister I didn't hear a good Amen your amen was not very powerful. Yeah. In this church, anybody can be a pastor. Anybody can rise up. If you are serious, we will create the platform and the ground that you will be a pastor. And you will do well as a minister too. Hallelujah. And in this church, every, we believe that every soul, every single person, every single human being that God has created is a very precious soul. Anybody who dies, somebody somewhere will cry. If you don't cry, somebody will cry. Because every soul is precious to somebody. And every soul at the same time is precious to God who made the souls. And that is why we also, having the mind of God, we also want to value every soul as precious. Amen. Besides, how many do I have beloved? Raise your hand. Because as you are valuing precious souls, perchance, as you are doing outreach, you may find a beloved. Hey, you are quiet this morning. You will go and find somebody who will marry you or you marry the person. Yeah. And that is one of the fringe benefits of, of, of um, evangelism and, and going out to win souls. Hallelujah. So tell your neighbor, my neighbor, you must be a soul winner. I, I didn't see any passion in your statements. My neighbor, you must be a soul winner. Tell him in season, two, in season one, I don't know how you did. I mean, in season one, I, 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 I didn't see your show much. 
you were a silent player in the field but season two is your turn i said season two is your turn you are the new star in this match we are playing this evening yes and and i'm counting on you tell him i'm counting on you i'm counting on you oh turn and face it about and point your finger and tell him i'm counting on you to be the next star of this season I'm counting on you to rise up and do great things. Amen. And we'll win many souls. I said we will win many, many souls. Amen. You know, there's, there are many parables that Jesus gave us. Um, and um, turn to the book of Mark chapter 4. The book we'll be using this season is this book how many have the Macarius? can I see your hand you have the Macarius? oh very very few it, it means many don't have this book you have to get it 120 reasons why you must be a soul winner wow tell somebody if there are 120 reasons Charlie I don't see what you have against it I, I don't see how you can even bring 60 reasons why you should not be a, a soul winner. I don't know where you will pass to counter all these arguments and all these points that point to the fact that you should be a soul winner. Amen. Tell anybody you should be a soul winner. Oh, I, 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 you see, tap him on the shoulder. Tell him you should be winning souls. Making a difference in people's lives. But this morning, I want to start from a parable that Jesus spoke, which is a key to all parables. Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4. From verse 1. And he began again to teach by the seaside. And there were gathered unto him a great multitude, so that he entered into a ship and sat in the sea. And the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. And he taught them many things by parables and said unto them in his doctrine, Hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow. This is a very familiar... How many know this parable? Can I see your hand? How many, oh, are you here this morning? How many know this parable? Lift your hand up high. You know this parable? Yeah. It's, it's quite well known, the parable of the sower. And... Um, Jesus said, Behold, there was a sower. And he, there went out a sower to sow. And it came to pass, as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. And some fell on stony ground, where it had not much earth. And immediately it sprang up, because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no roots, it withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruits. And others fell on good ground, and did yield fruits that sprang up and increased, and brought forth some thirty, and some sixty, and some a hundred. And he said, He that has ears to hear, let him hear. 
when he was alone, they that were about him with the twelve asked him of the parable. And look at verse 13. And he said unto them, Know ye not this parable? How then will ye know all parables? Amen. You know, Jesus was able to convey truths to people all the time. He, that was his, his media. I mean, he came to this earth and he ministered for just three years, a short season. And he came to bring a revelation of God to man. Up, up, up until then, we had known God to be um, in heaven, far away as a creator, as an almighty God. But when Jesus came, then he showed us God as a father. Hallelujah. And he came to seek and to save the lost. He came to change our lives and to make so many differences in our lives. And so he said something, that this parable is the key to all the other parables and probably to everything else that he said. This parable. He said, Know ye not this parable? How then will you know all parables? It, it means, are you here this morning? That there is something very, very significant in this parable that all of us as believers, as Christians, need to know and appreciate for you to be able to function properly as a believer in, in, in this world. And you need to understand something very, very important from this parable. Hallelujah. And so the key to the parable is the sower who went out to sow and the results that came forth. It's the sower and the soil. Amen. And, and this morning, what you need to understand is that you are both the sower and the soil. Amen. You are both the sower and the soil. You are both a person who is now going to go out to sow seeds. And at the same time, you are also a person who has received seeds that has been sown into you over the years, over a season and over time. And with that in mind, you must produce a fruit. Amen. I said, you must produce a fruit. The, 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 the fact is this. Everyone who is here this morning, not everyone, some of us who are here, who are, who are fathers, we are, we are both parents of children and children of other parents. Anybody, if you are here, how many have children? Let me see your hand. You have children. If you have a secret child somewhere, you also can raise your hand. Those are secret children in some place. You are, you are at the same time, you, this, this young lady here is the mother of a child and then the child of a mother. Yeah. Do you understand? Does it make sense? So to somebody, she's a mother. And to another person, she's a child. Amen? And, and so this morning, you need to understand that to somebody, you are a sower. And to another person, you are the soil. Amen. Amen. So this morning, as we sit here, I am the sower and you are the soil. And then very soon, 
will move out of this place and then you become a sower and then somebody else will become the soil hallelujah is that a good idea put your hands together for the lord the sower went out to sow there was a sower a sower is a person you see they didn't say there was a farmer they didn't say there was a man walking around with seeds in his pockets and as he was walking he was throwing away the seeds in the air no that was not what they said there was a sower there, there was a sower there was a man who went out deliberately to sow seeds as he was leaving home when he got up in the morning he went to the corner took out a bag of maize took out some seeds and said today my agenda is I am going to sow seeds Amen you see once I went to somebody's house many years ago in a small village and when I got there I saw them eating they were eating TZ you know TZ but the TZ when they you know when they break the TZ then it crumbles like Gary that's ah what kind of TZ is this that is so crumbly so I, I, I look carefully then I asked my friend Charlie what, what are they eating he said that what they are eating is they went to the cornmeal and took the chaff that came out of the milling of the corn and that's what they are using to make the teaser the chaff there's nothing inside but just the husks and and the 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 the, the castoffs and i said this chaff there's no food there's no nutrition inside there's nothing inside and so i, I mean i was feeling very sad for them oh you are so poor you are eating you have just chaff to eat but as we were sitting and talking then I saw in the room, in a corner, a, a sack. And I asked, ah, what is in that sack? They said, oh, maize. I said, maize? There's corn in that sack? Then why are they eating the chaff if they have corn in their corner? And they said, that corn, that maize is untouchable. It is for sowing the next season. If they eat it, they will die. <laughs> so even in their desperation, they have set aside some seeds that they will plant the next year and no matter how hungry we are now that seed will not touch it because we have a purpose and a plan to plant that seed next year may somebody decide I'll be a planter and a sower of seeds I didn't hear a good amen that is not that by chance as I'm moving around and I find some seed in my pocket then I sow it it can happen that oh as you're walking in town you can meet somebody then you say a word to the person but this morning we are going further in season two. You must determine that I will be a sower of the seed. I didn't hear a good amen. I didn't hear a good amen. Shake your neighbor and tell them you must be a sower of seed. I, I didn't say shake his hand. I said shake the person. They are trying to become shake the person. You must be a sower of seed. Tell them don't wait for chance encounter. Don't wait for some torture encounter. I mean, you are walking a torture and then somebody cross you. Hey, no. Leave home with a mind and an intention that I am going to tell somebody about Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Amen. amen. I said, amen. amen. And have in mind that on certain days, 
for example, yesterday we were here, Saturday, to go out in this area to sow seeds. It was not a coincidence. It was a plan. It was something we had planned the whole week to meet today and go forth. May you also begin to plan that there, is, there will be occasions in your life, in your time, that you will talk to people about Jesus Christ. Can I have an amen? I have a plan. Every time I play golf, no caddy can walk by me and he will not hear about Jesus Christ. I have a plan. I don't meet many people these days. I don't, I don't go out much. I don't have much encounter with people who are not in my church. Everybody, everywhere I go, I meet pastors or church members. I don't take trotro. I don't take taxi. I don't queue at the lorry station. I don't go to shops. I don't do many of those things. So I see that. I don't meet people. So I decided no caddy will stand by me and walk with me for two hours and he will not hear about Jesus Christ. I'm a sower. I said, I'm a sower. I said, you must be a sower this morning. I didn't hear a good amen. amen. And it says, and the sower went out to sow. You cannot sow seed sitting right here in this place. You cannot sow seed sitting in your hall, in your bedroom, watching Kumkumbaja, watching Akandrama, Kantata, watching, watching, what again are you watching? What are you watching again? Now, what do you call that one? I know that one. You, you cannot be in your normal area in your house and sow seeds. No. There is nowhere to sow. You have to go out of your normal place. Are, are you listening to me? You have to go out of your normal place and go and sow seeds. It has to be a deliberate thing. That is why sometimes we call everybody, come out of your homes and meet here on a Saturday, then we can go out and sow seeds. That is how we fulfill this parable. A sower went forth. May you go forth out of your place. I didn't hear a good amen. Go out of your place. Don't, don't just be a contented teacher, businessman, lady. Don't be just a contented person sitting down peacefully, coolly in one place. I go to work and I come home. I go to work and I come home. Tell somebody what a boring life. You go to work and you come home. Then you go to work and you come home. After three years, what have you done? Because you have no savings. Ask your neighbor, my neighbor, where are your savings? Tap your neighbor. The work you are working. Please, tap your neighbor. Tell him the work you are working. Where are your savings? What did he say? No savings. Where is the car? You have been working for how many? Excuse me, ask me, how many years now have you been working? How many years? Ask your neighbor, how many years? How many years have you been working? Five years. Hey, seven years. Seven years, up and down, going to work, coming. How many days a, a month? How many months a year? Hey, back and forth. Ask him, where is the fruit of all that labor? You have worked for five years. Tap him, where is the fruit? Please tap your neighbor. Ask him, where is the fruit? You have been going and coming. Let me see your phone. Even your phone, cry, you know, fine. Let me see your phone. Let me check what you are carrying. Let me check your ATM card. How much money is on your ATM card? Let me check where you live. Your room, cry, is a chamber and hall with no toilets. 
after seven years of going back and forth, after seven years of going up and down, what do you have? And that's the reality. That's the reality. We have not borne fruit. Amen. Some crowd, even to find a wife is a problem. But I won't go there today. That day will come. Yeah. I'm planning some season. Eh? I will hit this nail either to break or you leave the church. I'm planning a season. I'm planning a season. Some of you, on that status, don't come to church. Go to another church. You will change your mind if you are in here. Amen. No, he went out to sow deliberately. Maybe our, our, our intention. That's, and, and it has to be deliberate. Hallelujah. It has to be deliberate. You have to make your mind, I will be a soul winner. I will be a soul winner. How many will be soul winners? I will be a soul winner. I've been finished. Let me finish preaching. I will add more hands to my soul winning campaign. Amen. And, the, and see, when the, when the sower went out to sow his seed on the ground, there were different results. Amen. This is very important now. Pay attention. There were different results. And so, what I'm going to do is explain these results. And how it affects you is that, number one, when you go out, you have similar experiences. And number two, you are one of these results. I said, as we sit here, one of these types of soil is you. Yeah, you. So you will find yourself in this message. Amen. And very likely you will find yourself both as the sower when you go out to sow and as the soil, your response and how you are reacting to the, 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 the word of God. Hallelujah. So the first soil was verse 4. And it came to pass as he sowed, some fell by the wayside and the power of the air came and devoured it up. Some people, this message will not leave their room. I said, some people, what I'm preaching, even right now, it will not leave their room. It may not even enter their heads. Because as I'm preaching, <gasps> early morning, some are sleeping already. And some too, as I'm preaching, they are looking outside. He didn't hear what I said. Because he's looking outside to see who's coming. What is she wearing? Her yellow is yellow. Hey, yeah. Her heels are very high. Hey, be careful you don't follow. Hey, careful. Uh, As you are in church here, your mind is outside at the car park. And some too, the mind has gone home. As we are here, you are thinking, after church, when I go home, I have to make lunch. After lunch, I have to quickly go and wash my things. Then I have to eat. My mommy called me. I didn't go. Okay, okay, okay. You have missed the message. I said, you have missed the message. As you are sitting here, you are thinking of something else. You are thinking of work. You are thinking of assignment. You are thinking of home. What to eat. What to do. And you are here looking at me. And how many know you can look at somebody and go home? <laughs> you can look at somebody. And they are talking to you 
but you won't hear anything. How many have been there before? Someone was talking to you and you are looking at the person. When they finished, you didn't hear anything. The fowls of the air come and eat away everything. What fell by the wayside? What fell by the wayside? That is why I, in church, I don't allow anyone to sleep. I will call you by name. I will find you. If I see you, I... You are a candidate. I'm coming for you. You are a candidate for sleep. And, and that is why sometimes when we are preaching and you are trying to write, we tell you, stop writing. And put all phones in pockets. Check your neighbor. Where is your phone? Should be in your pocket. Because all these have the ability to take you away out of the service. And you are in the service and you have gone to London because you are texting your cousin in London, Charlie, the wedding date is coming. Oh, my God, my God, my God. Send it quickly. And you have left the church and you have gone to London and you are just talking to somebody. Amen. It has just gone out. Nothing has entered your head this morning. No seed. I said no seed. How do I know? It's because by the end of the service, when they ask you, what did he preach? He preached. He preached. What did he preach? He preached powerfully. Ah, they were saying, Amen. They were standing, they were receiving. But what did he preach? He said something about seed, seed, and so on. That is not the message. That is not the message, seed and so on. You only had one or two minutes of the message. Most of it is lost. But may it enter into somebody's heart this morning. I said, may you concentrate on the word for just 45-50 minutes to hear what God is telling you this morning. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. The second soil is stony ground. And some fell on stony ground where it had not much earth. And immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched. And because it had no roots, it withered away. Amen. There are also those here who, as I'm preaching, they'll say it's true. It's true. Tell it, man for preach. Man for go sow seeds. It's true. Tell it, what the man is saying is true. I agree. I agree, Pa. Listen, Charlie, Joe, we go preach. Say Amen, Joe. They, they, as, as I'm preaching, they agree. Yes, it's true. It's a very good thing you say. Tell me, people are dying. Last year, crowd, my cousin died. He now, I know you should say go heaven or go hell. I go preach. They agree with me here in the room. It's a good message. It's a good thing to do. We must go forth to preach. But as soon as you leave this place and you go out of this room and you go back home, because there was no deep understanding, nothing happens any further. How do I know? Because a lot of you know you should do evangelism, but you don't do it. Tap your neighbor, ask him. When was the last time you did any evangelism? Tap your neighbor. When? When? Ask him, don't you know what the man is saying? Ask your neighbor, don't you know what he's saying? Don't you know this parable? 
But you leave this place and as soon as you get out of this room, suddenly everything disappears out of your heart. And you leave and become a normal citizen of this country. Some of us, your colleagues at work will be very surprised to hear the messages that you are hearing. Very surprised that you know all these things. Hey, there is no sign at all in your workplace that you are a charismatic. There's no sign. They know you are a Christian because you don't pray. They know. They can see that you don't wear a jalabia, you don't wear a hat, you don't have a rose. They, they know you are a Christian. And you also call Akwesi Paul. So they know that you are a Christian. But there is no sign of Christianity around you at all. They have never heard you saying or talking anything about Christ in your place. I'm preaching this morning. I've become very quiet. Many of us, when you die, you'll be accused by your friends who have died ahead of you and gone to hell that you knew and never said it. They will accuse you. Your friends who have gone to hell, you will not go to hell. I'm very sure of that. I hope. I believe. I pray. May it be so. That you will not go to hell. But your friends, I said your friends, many will, some will go to hell. Amen. Some will go to hell. And when they get to hell, they will be expecting you to join them. Because you and them were walking in the area doing foolish things. You and them were sitting at the bar drinking aquatation. You and them were going back and forth. They will expect you to join them in hell. You were all chasing girls. But they didn't know you were born again. And on Sunday, you come to church and you top up small salvation. Then you go out again and then you lose it all. They didn't know that. They didn't know that. They didn't know that you, when you say Jesus, is real. When they say Jesus, it means anything. They didn't know that your Jesus is real. It's a real Jesus. Only that you don't do anything about it. They didn't know that you, when you pray once in a while, Oh Lord, have mercy on me. You are really praying. It's a real prayer. Because some people, they never pray. They never pray. And you, you pray once in a while. They didn't know that those prayers you pray once in a while is when God has turned your heart small and then you become alive with Hey. Stony ground. You receive the word. I believe it. It's true. It's true. What the man is saying. Charlie, before preach, oh. Before preach, before go, before do something. We cannot just sit down and spend our whole lives doing nothing. Going to work back and forth, back and forth, back and forth and have nothing to show for it secular, physical and spiritual no fruits how? how? after 20 years of working you have nothing which is the common case of people who are going on pension, retiring no house, no money, no savings nothing that's why pensioners are often chasing their 300 series or 400 series pension they are chasing it they have nothing if you had money would you go and stand in a long queue for 300 cities nothing after working up to the age of 60 you have nothing you want to join them you want to join them after working for all these years you have nothing and then you have no fruit also in church in god hey tell somebody you must bear some fruits 
Oh, tell you must bear some fruits. And the third toil, those that fell among the thorns and grew up and choked it and it yielded no fruits. Because of your schooling, you yield no fruits. Because of your job, you yield no fruits. Go to work and come. No fruits. Prayer meeting. I'm doing assignments. Come. I cannot come. Even Sunday service. You are busy doing uh, long distance uh, um, assignments. You are doing courses. That is why we said, listen, let's start a Saturday evening service for those who Sunday Monday can't come. So they have no excuse. Come and serve God. Because of my family, I cannot come to church. My husband likes his food at 6 o'clock. I cannot come. My wife has gone to town. I have two small boys. I cannot come. Hey! Two small boys are the reason why you cannot come and do evangelism. But you can go and see your mother in the village carrying the two small boys. You hold one, then you carry one. Then you are walking like that. I have seen men with three children walking at the roadside. But you, you can't come for outreach with two small boys. Yeah. I'm preaching this morning. I'm preaching this morning. Because of so many reasons, the cares of this world, we have become totally non-fruit-bearing. No fruit at all. Ask your neighbor, who have you led to Christ this year? Tap your neighbor, ask him, this year. This year. 2017, we are 4th June, about halfway, almost halfway. Oh, please tap your neighbor on the shoulder. Halfway in the year, who have you brought to Christ this year? What did your neighbor say? How many? 17, 19, 35. How many have you brought to Christ? How much fruits have you borne this year? I'm certain most of us. Most of us, zero. I'm certain. Most of us, zero fruits. Reverend I'm certain. Zero fruits. Oh, it's not true. Oh, it's not true. Most of us, zero fruits. Nobody, you have not brought anybody to Christ. You have become the soil that is bearing. It yielded no fruit. Thank God that there's a, a fourth type of soil. I said there's a fourth type of soil. There's one, there's one more chance. Maybe you didn't do well in season one. Maybe in the other times, that time your heart was not fully committed. You come to church and you are sleeping. You come to church and you are thinking of assignments, homework. You come to church and you are just here against your will. Charlie, they are brought me here. If I don't come, they will call me. So I'm here. Now they can't say anything again. You've come to church for whatever reason no problem in season 2 there is a fourth type of soil may you be that soil I said may you be that soil that was the good soil and when the seed fell in it bore forth fruits 30 fold 60 and 100 may you bring forth much fruits in your lifetime I didn't hear a good amen Bring forth fruits. 
May you determine and decide I will be a soul winner. Amen. I will be a soul winner. I will bear fruits. John 15 verse 8. What does it say? Jesus said, Hearing is the Father glorified. How is God glorified? How is God glorified? That you bear much fruits. Listen, when you bear fruits, God is so happy and is so proud of you that you have done exactly what you wanted. Verse 16. John verse 16. It says, You didn't choose me. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you think that coming to church is your choice. No, you didn't choose me. But I chose you and ordained you that what? You should go forth. Go forth and bear forth, bring forth fruits. And that your fruit should remain. May every single person hear my voice be a soul winner and a fruit bearer in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May every single person here this morning decide I will be a sower of seed. I will share the word. And as you go forth to sow the seed, then you will see these different soils. And some will not listen to you. Some will agree, but forget immediately. Some will agree and come to church, but not grow. Then you will have all the different types of results that you see in the Bible. But you will then have that fourth kind of soil where every seed you plant will bear fruit. And then suddenly you have become a reaper of souls. And then you will have many, many souls to carry with you to heaven in the name of Jesus. Put your hands together this morning. And as we start season two, I want somebody to declare to the you see you can determine I will do it and be like the stony ground that received a word with joy but had no roots and when the difficulties arose it just stopped and, and, and didn't bear fruit again. Some don't even try. I'm too busy. I'm too busy. My work, my family, my job, where I live, I'm too busy. That's the thorny ground. I cannot come. I, am, I cannot contribute. But there are those who decide that I will do it. They believe. And then they say it. But they can't carry it through. But this morning I'm looking for somebody who says, Pastor, I will be a soul winner. I, I will be a soul winner. I, will, I determine. It shall not be a nine day wonder. It shall not be something I will do just today. And I will stop. But it is going to be a new part of my life in season 2. It's going to be how now I have determined that I'm going to talk to every taxi driver, co-seat partner or partner co-seat. I don't know how you call your co-partner on the seat in the trotro. I'm going to talk to anybody in any bus, VIP bus, to Accra, four hours. You cannot escape my I am going to change and become a sower of seed. If you are here like that, wherever you are, and you, and you determine to be that person, lift your right hand. You are serious. Not just one day, but I'm going to be a soul winner. Just lift your hand. It's a sign. It's a sign that I am changing in season two. I will not be the same. If, if, now, listen, 
some will lift their hand and they will die very soon in the dry, in the heat, in the weather. The impulse will die. The seed will bear no fruit. It will die. Every good intention will die. All their plans will die. Some will lift their hand. I will do it. But within two days, they are forgotten and they have gone back to their normal life. That is the hard ground. But I'm looking for those who are the good ground. I determine. I determine. I will be a planter, a sower of seeds. Lift your hand this morning. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, if you are very serious, stand to your feet. You are very serious. I will be a soul winner. I will be a soul winner this year. I promise I will not give up. When it is difficult, when it is hard, when I am facing challenges, I will be a soul winner. Just stand to your feet. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Wow. So fantastic. Listen, do one more thing. Walk to the frontier. I said walk to the frontier. A sower went out of his seat. Went out of his way. Went out of his place. To show that I am leaving where I stand. I am leaving where I belong. I am leaving my place to come to a, a new place. I will be a soul winner. Oh, what a, what a fantastic sight. Put your hands together for yourself. What a fantastic thing. What a fan- Oh, put your hands together for the man they come for it. I will be a soul winner. I said, will you be a soul winner? Will you be a soul winner? What a blessing. In chapter 2, in chapter 2 of Lighthouse Chapel International, aggressive evangelism, multiplication campaign, you will be a soul winner. I said, you will be a soul winner. I said, you will be playing a crucial role in that, that particular match, that particular game we are playing. Aggressive evangelism, multiplication campaign that is where you are the next star of that season you are the next person who will make a difference you are the next person that in this season too when they call the stars those who brought forth much fruit they will mention me what a blessing put your hands together for say a prayer for yourself this morning that that desire will not die in their hard ground this desire will not wither and fade. It will not pass to the left or to the right. But it will be something which is going to be lasting. Lasting. It will be something that is permanent in my heart, in my love. And I, and I will not hold myself back. No work, no family obligation, no, no pressure from finances. Nothing, nothing will keep me nothing will keep me from becoming that soul winner. I must go out and tell them that God, Jesus, God sent Jesus to die for them and bring them back to Him. I cannot just be a spectator. I cannot be an onlooker. Nobody around me must die and go to hell. And I'm watching. I must make an effort. This morning, just pray for yourself that it's going to be a new season and this time, we are the ones. In the name of Jesus. Thank you so very much, Father, for this great privilege, this calling to become soul winners, sowers, workers in your vineyard. People who are working towards eternity, making a lasting difference in the lives of our, our people. Thank you that, Lord, you have touched hearts this morning. Many who have previously probably been passive and not very active to stir their hearts onto activity thank you Lord that you are doing a new thing 
in our church, in our lives, to bring us to a fruit-bearing maturity. May many go forth from this place and bear fruits. In the name of Jesus. May many make a big difference in homes and lives. May we turn many to righteousness. May we shine as the stars as we save many. May the wisdom that you have said be manifest in our lives. Lord, thank you that from today we are sowers and soul winners. Bless us. Bless us with fruits. 30-fold, 60-fold, and 100-fold. Bless us with that fruit. In Jesus' name. Now the same said, Amen. This morning, tend to your left, to your right, and shake somebody. Say, my fellow soul winner behind you. All. Greet about four people before you go to your seat. About four people. My fellow soul winner. And mark them. When you see them in town, say, hey, my fellow soul winner. From today, we are winning souls. We have become different now. We have become people who are going to make a difference in this city. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Still standing. Shall we stand to our feet? Still standing. Still standing. This morning, you want to bow your heads. Want to close your eyes. Maybe you were invited. Maybe you came by yourself. Maybe this is your church and you keep coming. Maybe you are just passing. But you know deep in your heart you are not born again. And you are not sure that if you die, when you open your eyes, what you will see? Jesus or the devil? You are not sure. But this one, you want to say, Pastor, please, I want to die and go to heaven. I want to be sure that Jesus has prepared a place for many and I am one of those many. This morning, please pray for me. You are here this morning. That's your desire. That's your thought. Wherever you are, do me a favor. Just lift your right hand. Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my heart to Jesus. I want to be sure that if I die, I'll go to heaven. Listen, there are many who come to church. They walk in our services. They attend our services. But deep down in their hearts, they are not sure that they are going to heaven. There are many who behave as if they are Christian. They sing our songs. Say all the right things. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. They say all the things. But in the night, deep in their hearts, they are not sure. They are not sure. They are not sure at all of where they will die, where they will be when they die. If you are here this morning and you are not sure, please don't live here in uncertainty because you may wake up in the wrong place. Do me a favor. Just lift your right hand. Just lift your right hand. Don't be shy at all. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Don't be shy. This is a, I know there's someone here. God is speaking to you. And in your heart, you know you're not sure. In your heart, you know that, hey, sometimes I, I see heaven. And sometimes I think that I'm going to hell. Sometimes I waver. I go left. I come right. I'm not sure. My brother, I'm talking to you this morning. I'm talking to exactly you. Wherever you are, do me a favor. And just lift your right hand up high over your head. Just your right hand over your head. Thank you, my brother. I see you. Anybody else? Your right hand over your head. Don't make a mistake. Don't leave this place without giving your life to Jesus. Don't go back to where you were and still continue in this fear of dying, in this uncertainty. Where will I go when I die? What will happen to me? Don't continue in that new life. If you are here tonight, this morning, wherever you are, just your right hand 
up high over your head. Just your right hand. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are thinking about it. You are thinking about it. This morning, I'm praying that somebody will respond to this word. Somebody who is thinking and is unsure and uncertain and doesn't know certainly for sure where he will be if he should die. But you are here and you are just wavering. Uh, what do they say? I'm the only one. If I go, to talk plenty. I'm going back and forth. Just lift your hand this morning and receive an eternal salvation that will take you throughout the rest of your life serving Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. This one, you want to place your hand over your heart. Let us pray. Is there a hand there? Please come. If you have lifted your hand, just come. Put your hand together for my brother. Thank you, Lord. Keep clapping, keep clapping. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. God bless you. Today is the day you must be sure of your eternal destiny. I want us to pray this morning wherever you are, all of us who are here. Place your hand over your hearts and my brother pray with me. Dear Jesus, this morning I come to you just as I am. And Lord Jesus, thank you for coming from heaven to earth to die on the cross for my sins. That I should not die, but I should have life and life everlasting. Thank you for shedding your blood. That my blood should not be shed for my sins. But your blood has washed my sins away. That is why, Lord Jesus, I pray, change my heart. Give me a new heart that will love you, follow you, and serve you all my days. Lord, write my name in the book of life. And from today, I will follow you and I will serve you. Lord Jesus, you have become my master, my Lord, my Savior, and my best friend. And my name is in the book of life. And I am born again. From today, I will no longer follow Satan and this world. I will follow Jesus all the way. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus. This is my prayer. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, thank you so very much for my brother as he stands here to confess Jesus before this house. Lord, seal him unto yourself. Mark him as one of your own. Make him to be your child from today. And plant him in the family of Christ on this earth. Let your blessings begin in this life. Cause them to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Bless him in Jesus' name. Amen. When he ran to me, he took me in his arms.
We believe the word of God has come to reach you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama behind the Confidence Eating Place. Listen every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed. Oh, people.